Welcome to A Guide to Nothing, the podcast that explores all the shit people face in their 20s. My name's Caitlin. And my name's Liam. And today, we're going to be talking to you all about nothing. Hey everyone, and welcome to A Guide to Nothing. This is officially the first episode of the podcast, and I know both of us were super excited uh, to share with you guys what's in store. Uh, so we thought, seeing as we're starting a podcast about all the shit people face in their 20s, that it would be good to start with episode one, the big two zero. Um, so we did a bit of a reach out on social media with a couple of questions, just to get some sort of opinions um, about what people thought when they were turning 20 and some other things like that. So we're going to kind of go through those, um, give our own perspective, just have a bit of a chat, see what other people mentioned um, and start off that way. Yeah, I think it would be a good way to start the podcast just to start with, you know, what happened when people actually turned 20. It's the start of the decade. It's something new. Uh, so I think it's a good base to go off. So in saying that, we have some questions about turning 20 that we're going to look at today. So I'm going to start with a question for you, Kate. How did you feel when you turned 20? Um, I think I had a lot of mixed emotions, like when I turned 20. I think like before I turned 20, I thought that I'd wake up in the morning and feel totally different. Um, but it really didn't. It kind of, on the day, it felt like any other birthday. Like I didn't feel too much older. Like the world didn't feel different. Yeah, I think that's um, for most people. Yeah. Like, especially I, me. I well. don't know. I just hyped myself up for being like, I'm going to wake up and just feel like, oh my God, I'm an adult. I got my shit together. Life's, life's sorted. But <laughs> definitely did not feel that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, totally, I totally agree. It was, I mean, you pretty much nailed it there. Like when you turn 20 from 19, you're like, oh, it's such a big change. But in reality, it's only another day. Like... Yeah, it, it seems like it's true, right? Yeah, yeah. it seems like it's a big difference, but you know, it's nothing. Nothing like in hindsight, nothing special in such. Like, it's good to have a birthday, but it's nothing like. I think, well, for me, like, I think what makes it different for us, right, is because I guess, like, in other cultures, like for example, let's think the United States, like turning 20, like, you're one year closer to being able to go out to drink alcohol. Like, it is really a coming-of-age thing, like, the 20 and 21. But for us, like, at 18, we can drink, we can vote. Like, we've kind of hit all of the adult I've milestones. I've done everything at 18. Yeah. What else is there to do? <laughs> like, you know, if you made it that long. So I feel like, you know, like, for us, like, yeah, it's a rite of passage, but it's not as significant, I guess, as it is for some other people, right? Yeah. yeah. And I suppose, like, as Kate mentioned earlier, um, we reached out a bit on social media, and one of the responses we got was, you know, someone said, well, we're halfway to 40. And I was like, we, we both thought about it. And we're like, well, I guess it's true, but like, no one really says that. Like, no one even thinks that. I mean, I didn't think that that was halfway to 40 because 40 is like that far in the future. You don't even... Like, my mum's not even 40 yet. Like, so for someone to say, oh, I'm halfway to 40, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess then that sort of leads us into the next question that we had. Um, it's actually quite similar. It was the the idea of like, you know, what was different about turning 20. Um, so it kind of links in, I guess, to how you felt when you turned 20. Um, but that's more of like an on the day thing, I guess. This is more of like, how did you feel when you were like 20? I guess throughout the whole year or now that you've hit your 20s. Um, have you found like much different between like then and say, for example, like, I don't know, during your teenage years, like you're 13 to 19? I suppose like, I mean, obviously there's like big life changes, but because it's so gradual, like gradual, you don't really notice like at the time as such, like day by day, week by week, like it's when you look back in hindsight or when you're looking into the future and thinking about, you know, what's to come or what's been in a like bigger picture sort of thing. Do you think like then based on that, 
there were any sort of instant changes in terms of like responsibility or stuff that you noticed or was it all just that whole gradual in retrospect sort of thing i think the only time i noticed like an instant thing was like when i turned 18 like obviously it's not in my 20s but it was a time like i noticed like that day like i just felt like i mean i was looking forward to it for ages which i think most people do um because you just get so much more freedom um i was you know as that's a day it, like you felt a sudden change but in terms of 20 and birthdays since not as much like just because like you know it's just another year like there's nothing like legally or like socially i mean 21's pretty socially significant birthday but like yeah because we had covid and stuff last year like it was sort of like you know put on the back burner so i suppose for myself in my experiences just 18 was like the only the only actual birthday i noticed a significant change on the day what about yourself i think like well i guess the question sort of is asking more about like what's different in general about being 20 not necessarily like on your 20th birthday um I guess I I agree with you in that, like, yes, your 18th felt materially different on the day, but I think for me, being 20, I do notice quite a few differences, like, nothing, like, like, not a little bit internally, like, I think I feel a bit more mature, I feel like I have a bit more of an understanding of, like, what I want to do in life, not a huge understanding, because it tends to change every, like, 6 to 12 months, you know, like, you learn about something new, or you you know, sort of adjust your passions, but I definitely feel a bit more responsibility, um, a bit more like, you know, accountability for my own life and how my life turns out. Like, and I think you find that when you move out of home too, like you realize there's no one to sort of keep you accountable for yourself. Um, so I think I have like those feelings more generally, um, like physically and stuff. I feel the same. I mean, my back pain makes me feel like I'm about 80, (laughs) but nothing else really physically different just yet. And I think we kind of had similar answers from across the board. Like most people on social media said that um, they didn't really feel any different at all. Not much has changed so far. Um, I think a couple of people mentioned things such as like the only thing different in my 20s was that I was living out of home or I was renting for the first time. Um, So that idea of like that material independence, moving away from the family network, um, becoming self-sufficient, like that is something that happens definitely yeah it's a significant step yeah like it kind of separates like the beginning of your life versus like your life as a child in the family network or like you know with your grandparents or aunties or uncles or foster carers or sort of however you grew up it's that step of like moving away from that to just kind of being responsible for yourself in your own life which is scary but exciting i think yeah i think like once you've experienced that like i think most people could say in hindsight they're definitely glad because like you just, you gain so much more independence and, you know, you learn heaps of skills that like you cheap, might necessarily, <laughs> yeah, you might ne- not necessarily have had beforehand. Um, even as basic as cooking and stuff, like, I know a lot of people, I know, like, some, like, just don't have basic cooking skills. And yeah, well, like, I'm not going to name names, but she'll know I'm talking about her. I, I had a housemate who couldn't cook pretty much anything um and lived off like rice crackers and avocado for a long time so like when we first lived together it was like okay well this is how you cook chicken and this is how you make pasta and this is how you boil an egg um and like you know that was a fun learning curve um but yeah like you know that's that sort of stuff that you've got to learn which like sounds simple but it's huge like i mean you cook chicken wrong you get food poisoning not not a fun experience (laughs) yeah well i suppose that sort of links with like what would you love or hate about your 20s and i think i'd hate 
you know, chicken poisoning. But <laughs> <laughs> like, some salmonella. I suppose, yeah. So far, like we're only in the start of our twenties. But what would you say you love and you hate about your twenties so far? Um, I think so far about my twenties, I love. I feel like I'm so much more independent in my twenties. Like I know you spend two years as an adult before you turn twenty. Um, but in my twenties, I really feel more independent. I feel, I guess, less afraid of my own company, which is a massive thing for me. Like, you know, like I would never want to go to a cafe for coffee by myself because I'm like, oh fuck, like people are going to look at me and think I'm a loner. This is embarrassing. What if I run into someone I know and they're like, you know, oh, you know, are you waiting on anyone? No, no, no. Like, it's just me. Like, so, but I don't care about that stuff anymore. Like I'll go for breakfast for myself or, you know, I actually enjoy my own company, which I think is for me like a massive step towards maturity and just being more comfortable with myself. So I love that a lot about my twenties. Um, and I think I love like the excitement knowing that there's so much time ahead that we have to do whatever we want. Like life really is at our fingertips. And I know, like, I feel like we've lost a couple of years because of COVID and we can't do stuff. But so many adults keep saying to me like, Oh my gosh, you know, you're just a baby. You're only 21. Like you've got so much life ahead of you. Um, I wish like it's, it would be so cool to know you had at least like, you know, 25 to 30 good years of like achieving a heap of stuff, like developing your career, like traveling, doing whatever you want. Um, so like, I think that's what I'm probably most like uh, loving. About. Yeah. I suppose that's it. Like just sort of, you have control to do as much or as little as, you know, you want to. And like, you know, that's, it's up to everyone to decide like, or you know you know what do you want to do do you want to like do x do you want to do y like it just doesn't matter like everyone goes down their own path and i think that's the most important thing because like just deciding what you want to do and just having a goal and going for it i think that's more important than like what actually your goal is because would you say that's kind of something you love the most about your 20s like is in that trial and error like just give it a go do something yeah for sure and if you hate it like there's there's less risk there's less risk when you're younger if you fail or if you make a mistake because one you got more time two there's like there's less pressure to have everything in place i think you're expected to make more mistakes when you're younger anyway so you can kind of like feel free to make as many as you need to within reason yeah yeah and like that's it like the consequences aren't as big like if you're like 50 you got kids you know all that sort of stuff like an entire career move and it just yeah. doesn't work. I mean, not to say oh, like, that you shouldn't try. Yeah, I think you should always sure. give it a crack, but at least have a backup. But like, we don't uh, if have you kids wanna, and if, stuff to look after. If I wanted to quit my job and like start up a new business tomorrow, if I've got no money, I can eat two minute noodles every night and I don't care. But like, yeah, like, like if you're got people to 50 and you've got you kids, like, like to pack your bags and like go to India or something by yourself, like it's a bit... That'd be so good. Like, I don't know, like you'd feel like responsible for your family and stuff like yeah that's true it'd, it'd be like so, so much, much harder to get it right the yeah first time. yeah like, that's true and uh, i think like a lot of well even from like our reach out on social media a lot of people say the same thing like they love about their 20s that they get to come into their own more they get to know themselves better they can be themselves more um and i think that's another thing i've noticed about like being in your 20s is you're out of school you're towards sort of like you know if you've done a trade you're sort of at the end of your apprenticeship or if you're working you're kind of a couple of years into your career or if you're at uni you're almost at the end of your degree so like you're making some real moves towards your long-term future or even if you haven't done any of that like there's still so much more time to 
you know, make decisions and do whatever you love. Like. That's it, yeah. And, like, you could, like, theoretically still be in the same job that you had in year 12, but you've been working there for years. You've built up a reputation. You've learned skills, like, things that you can take anywhere. Um, and so I think, like, the cool part about that is, you know, you've got so much potential ahead of you um, and you kind of have a lot of freedom to do what you want. And I think in those environments, like, you're associating with people who are closer to, I guess, your values and what you enjoy and like to do. Um, like, you're not forced to hang out with the same in, in 30 people, like, every day for six classes a day. Like, you get to choose the people that you're surrounded with yeah. and you make yeah. a lot better connections. And, like, they're friendships that will kind of applaud you and support you through whatever decisions you want to make. Um, and they're people that you can fall back on whenever you need it. And I think, like, especially through COVID, that's taught us a lot too, like, to have friendships... Or to have people in your life that when times get tough, like, you know that they're there. You may not talk every day. You may not, you know, hang out every weekend. But you know that if, you know, you need to reach out to them, they're a call away. Like, and I think those are the sorts of friendships people start to form in their 20s, I think. Like, some people are lucky enough to have, like, primary or high school best friends. Um, but I think definitely, like, with my parents and, you know, other older people that I know, a lot of their strongest friendships were formed in their 20s. I think because... Like, once you start, you know, doing what you love, like, whether that's uni or, you know, you're doing a sport or whatnot, like, it doesn't matter. Like, people have the same values and interests and you just connect better with people like that because, you know, you've got more in common to start with and people just have the same sort of goals and ideas, which, you know, obviously is going to most likely lead to better, better friendships and connections. So, yeah, I think that's definitely something to love about your 20s. Um... Do you hate anything about your 20s, like, so far, do you think? Um, hate's a pretty harsh word. I wouldn't... Dislike. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, like... Unfazed about. (laughs) All the cinnamon and the hate that we can find. (laughs) All the cooking, no. Um, I actually don't hate anything as such. Like, over, over time, like, there's stuff that comes up that you don't like, like, for whatever reason, whether it's, like, you got a car problem or whatnot, but, like, there's nothing big... Like, like, like structural. I'm at it. I like paying bills. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll uh, do it because I do, but I can't say it's something I like about my toys. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree with that. But Oh, and then, God, even to think about, like, in the next couple of years, we'll all have to pay for our own health insurance if we want to get it. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's another bill, really. But, yeah, um, we'll get to that in, like, five episodes, five years. <laughs> or we'll just, we just won't have health insurance. Yeah. To keep our fingers crossed, that's my health insurance. Decision for later. But... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think there's, there's definitely nothing I hate, but I think anything that's a, a challenge, like, uh, like bills and stuff aside, like, you know, it's like, structurally, is there anything I hate? No, because, like, I think it's all, like, a learning curve if something doesn't go out right, like, and it's part of taking taking risks and trying to learn as much as you can while you're young, because I think... That's another important thing that I love about 20s. I sort of, you know, touched on that before, but just doing what you can, taking risks, like, it's all part of the experience. And, like, yeah, you might fail and you might hate it at the time or not like it at the time, but in hindsight, you're going to, like, thank yourself for the experience and what it taught you, which I think... And it's a story to tell, too. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and if it never ends up serving any greater purpose, it's still a great yarn. Exactly. Like, that you can just think about to yourself or that you can tell someone or, like, someone can say, like, have you ever heard of someone who, like, I don't know, for example, worked overseas on a boat and you can be like, did that? (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think in terms of hate, that's a bit, that's about as far as I'd go with it. But yeah, what about you? Mm. I think I don't hate anything about my 20s. I think if I had to say I hated anything, I think I would have to say I hate maybe the time that we're starting our 20s. And it, it's like that's a really broad statement. Like I love that we're at this point in time where we have, you know, access to technology, to healthcare, like we're living in such a globalised time in history um where people are age you know earning more money than they were before um you know they're more career orientated than before like we're really successful in terms of at this point in time but i hate that we're having to go through these years during covid i think like because a lot of people like their desire was you know to either go overseas and travel or to start a business or to work or to go and to explore like whether that's domestically internationally going out, networking, meeting new people. Like, it's not just about going to the club and getting on the pier like, on a Saturday night. Like, it's so much more than that that we can't do right now. Um, which, like, is not going to stop it forever. Like, eventually things will improve and we can sort of, you know, actually pursue those things again. But I think that's one thing I'd have to say that I hate. And I think that's reflective. Like, for us, for example, like, last year we would have gone on exchange for at least six months to Spain and that got cancelled because of COVID um, and that's something that we'll, we may not be able to do again now that our degrees are finished like you can't go on exchange unless you're studying so that's like an opportunity that we've missed for now like we could pursue it later but for now that's off the cards um, as an option so I think that's the only thing I hate I think like obviously it's something out of everyone's control so like for me personally like like you might hate it, but, like, there's nothing you can do about it. So, you just got to, like, make, make the most... Like, it sounds like... You've got to, like, make, sounds... lemons out of, make lemonade out of lemons. Not lemons out of lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse engineering. Um, yeah, you just got to make the most of, you know, whatever's in front of you. Like, like, if your intention was, like, to go travelling and you were saving for travelling, think, okay, well, I can't go overseas anymore. What else can I do with my money? And start looking elsewhere and start thinking of other opportunities. Like, you know, whether you'd love to start your own business and you can use that money to do that or whether you want to just save and buy a new car or, like, whatever you want to do with that. Re-channel that focus into something else. That's something you probably still would have done in your 20s, but maybe reversing the order of things, like taking things that you might have left until late 20s, doing them early 20s, and then enjoying your early 20s stuff later. Like you know just yeah. kind of like being flexible i guess pretty much that that's it just uh, being flexible that's actually another important part about your 20s i reckon just because i mean actually it's it's an important part of any stage of your life because you never know what's going to happen in the future and the more you're flexible and can adapt i think like the better you'll be in the long term because and you'll if, feel if you're better set, about it yeah too. if you're set in your ways and like you're like, oh, it has to be done this way or, like, has to, you know, follow this pattern, like, you're probably going to end up, you know, upset about whatever happens because, in reality, it doesn't Nothing go that way. Is yeah. No, like, barely anything goes to plan as much yeah. as you try. Yeah. yeah. And I think the best part of that is the challenge of trying to get to that end goal regardless, but you just have a few... You know, and even where that challenges end goal on the is way. constantly changing too, like that yeah. end goal, like will might not ever be the same because you're going to change the end goal based on like the experiences that you're having as you get to it too. I guess. Yeah. Awesome. And I think um like something else, sort of to mention, in your twenties, like is we had a couple of people mention 
some things like in terms of what was difficult about your 20s was that sometimes 20 year olds or like 20 to 30 year olds aren't necessarily taken as seriously and I think that's a genuine concern because like you turn 20 you're expected to become an adult um but then you're still not quite given the adult freedom you know what I mean it's like but they want you to come to the table to be an adult but you're not quite taken with the same level of like seriousness but I think that in itself is a general statement and I think it's possible to change those perceptions as well like as yeah. an individual like you may on a piece of paper be 23 but have the skill set have the intelligence or have the passion of someone who is like you know been in their career for 15 years because you love it that much so I think like there's steps to take to do that depending on what avenue to it might not always be about careers it could be about really anything but, but on face value like it is obviously quite easy to see why like someone that's older would perceive you know someone in their 20s or to 30s like being as inexperienced just because you know they're not they haven't had as much life like it's it's a general assumption which well it's it's that it's an assumption but it's one that i think people make quite frequently just because they haven't had the life experience which yeah i can understand but isn't always true in every case or a lot of cases and it also kind of depends, I guess, on the person who's making that view too. Like that person might be looking at you as a 20-something-year-old going, oh, you couldn't be mature at all because I definitely wasn't mature at that age. Like so it yeah. could be a reflection on their own experience too. But like you could be an incredibly mature 20-something-year-old. But for them, they're like, oh, my God, when I was 20-something, like there's no way I was mature enough to be doing X, Y, Z. But and they're basing that off their own experience. Yeah, and assuming yeah. that no other person at that age has that capacity, which is totally not true because everybody has different life experience informing how they mature and how they do certain things. Um, but I think definitely it depends on what aspect we're talking about, whether it's study or career or friendships and things like that. Um, and I think that's something we can explore going forward, like looking at, you know, um, if you want to really be taken seriously and push forward in a particular area, how can you do that? And I guess we can sort of look into that down the track based on where the episodes go. Yeah. And I suppose another, like, a few other people had, like, a similar response of just um, getting experience, like, getting more experience with new things and, you know, just a sense of freedom. We, we spoke about that before, but I guess it's a pretty important part of, you know, people's experience. And just that sense of freedom is pretty key as to what, your 20s are like you're coming out of being a child as in a kid teenager like you're stepping out onto your own so i think that's why it's such an important stage of life because it it can dictate how the rest of your life goes like it to an extent like if you like if you really focus and like you know do what you want what you're passionate about like I mean, I haven't had the experience, but I feel like it could set you up quite well if you, you know, are focused and whatnot. Like, I'm not saying you have to be career focused. It could be whatever you're passionate about, like whether it's art, music, you know, dog walking, doesn't matter. Like That'd be such a cool show. Yeah, as long as... Being around all those doggos. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that just having the freedom is, it was a central idea behind that, yeah. Yeah, and I think with, like, freedom can also come like the the capacity or the need to kind of look a little bit more internally too I think I know it might sound like a stretch when I'm saying this but I know personally in my experience like having more freedom and control over who I am and what I'm doing with my time and I guess shaping my own experiences and my identity there also comes a bit of that responsibility to go okay well make sure that 
in doing these experiences that you're ensuring that, you know, as best as you can, you're staying aligned with your values. You're making sure that these decisions are good for you. Like, you know, because you've got to learn how to kind of be your own parent now. Like, you know, how do you determine what is good for you and what's not good for you? And I guess in your 20s, like mental health is a thing that happens at all stages of life. Um, but I think in your 20s, there's a lot of material changes in you um, that can influence your mental health. And, and one person that came forward on social media was sort of saying that um, one thing they found difficult in their 20s was that they experienced quite a big shift in their mental health. Um, which led to sort of a deterioration um, and then eventually to a lot of sort of, you know, appointments and things like that, which eventually was great because for that person it led them to a professional diagnosis, which meant that they could get sort of a medication or treatment regime that really worked for them, which has helped them to flourish. Um, and I think there's going to be a lot of changes that people face through their 20s that may potentially, yes, put them in a situation where their mental health is more vulnerable than usual. And I think it's important that we you know, spend some more time talking on that going forward in the future. But I think it's important to mention now, seeing as this episode is called like the big 20, that there's going to be a lot of emotional, chemical, physiological changes. Um, and then a lot of lifestyle changes, you know, moving out of home, um, making decisions about your career, long-term relationships, um, money, you know, all sorts of other things that come onto the table that are going to introduce new stresses, new emotions, um, so I think it's co- like good to be conscious of your mental health and how you're feeling and what's going on um, because it's a big time. Like it's a big time in our lives. Um, there'll be some great things and there can be some difficult things. So I guess just keeping in touch with yourself and knowing that having those op- open conversations is, I guess, really imperative to to moving forward. Yeah, I think that raises a good point and it's something we'll definitely touch on in the future. Um, but it sort of brings us into you know what are you scared about or excited for in your 20s um yeah i think i noticed across like the responses we got that there was a bigger sense of excitement than fear which is a super super great thing um you know definitely and yeah i think we're in a generation where it's great we can be more excited um like just speaking from my personal experience like i know in talking to my grandparents and great-grandparents there was like a greater sense that you couldn't necessarily be too excited because you had no idea what was around the next corner you know they lived in either wartime generations or post-war generations where money was scarce families were big um so there was a lot of fear there wasn't a lot of capacity to pre-plan you know you couldn't go okay what's my 10-year financial plan or what's like you know where do i want to be in 10 years because they were like well we have no idea what's going to happen in the next 10 years and that's still true today like we don't know what's going to happen in the next five to ten years global and and domestic circumstances changes all the time but i think generally we're at a place where it's a greater sense of like optimism yeah like like bigger optimism and definitely i guess a general feeling of excitement for the future um and that there's so much happening um there's still a lot around the world that needs to improve and be done don't get me wrong like nothing's perfect but we are definitely very lucky to be in a position where yeah we're heaps excited about what's sort of coming um so a lot of people sort of were mentioning that, you know, um, they're excited for how they'll develop as an individual, how, you know, um, life will unfold for themselves and their partner. And that's something I've noticed in my 20s too, obviously not applicable to everyone, but if you're in a long-term relationship, your view changes from just me to we, like not permanently. Like I still think about myself and where my individual goals are going, but you tend to think collectively a little bit more like, you know, oh, where are me and my partner going to be in five years or mm. where are myself and my family going to be in five years? Like you start to develop more of um, 
a less selfish mindset and I think you get a lot more concerned about other people around you um, and their success and their development too, um, which is, I guess, another really good thing about, I guess, getting older and getting more life experience and things like that. For sure. And is there anything you're scared of for your 20s? Um, I think, I don't know. I, th- I, w- I would usually say that my biggest fear would be like not fulfilling my own expectations because I'm like a bit of a perfectionist and I like to know that, you know, I'm doing everything I can to achieve all these goals. But I think I've been working with myself a lot to not put a lot of pressure on myself in that way. Because like you said before, if you put pressure on yourself to get everything right um, or to have everything that follows a plan, you're like nine times out of 10 going to be left somewhat disappointed because it's impossible to stick to that sort of plan. Um, so I guess the... Not even from your own, like your own doing, it's just external, like the stuff that comes up that gets in the way, like... So it's completely out of your control in a lot of circumstances. Yeah, like it might not be like me not actually fulfilling my own goal, but it could be something totally out of the blue that stops it from happening altogether. Like if my goal was to move overseas and COVID comes in the way, that's an example of like, well, you haven't really stopped that goal. It's just not possible at this point in time. Um, so I think the only thing I'm really scared of is not actually experiencing everything to its fullest like I don't want to just get caught up in the day-to-day and miss out on really enjoying and investing in experiences um which which you can get stuck into because you're kind of thinking okay well like yes the 20s is a great time to like live la vida loca and just have a lot of fun but at the same time you're like well I need to set myself up for my future and I don't want to become so future oriented that I miss the present um so I think working on being present and experiencing the current day and I think we'll do an episode later on like the importance of investing in people and experiences that's something that I'm scared of not doing in my 20s so I I really want to focus on that I think it's just finding a balance like from what you're saying it's just like finding a balance of now and in the future like and if like you don't know at the time if you're meeting that balance but as long as like you can just keep reassessing and you're like you know I think I'm doing I'm on track like that's that's as much as you can do. But I think how it's, would you suggest? Like, I guess this is a material way. Like, what do you think would be a good way to keep yourself accountable or to like continue to check in to make sure that you are kind of keeping that good balance? Sorry, like I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm just sort of thinking. Well, everyone listening. In terms of short term goals, they I think they're much easier to. Depends what it is, obviously, but they're much easier to achieve compared to long term goals. So, I think for short term goals, it's just you know, just break down what needs to be done. Like it can, can be anything that doesn't matter. As long as you like, you break down what needs to be done. I find breaking down into small chunks, like helps, helps a lot because you don't see it as like a big task. And then once you just tick off, you know, things as you go, eventually like that, this short term, small goal is done, hopefully. <laughs> and then, um, and like keeping that in a space where you can check in, like whether it's on notes on your phone or like a journal or like a list on your computer yeah. or something or even you come back to and you can check over time or something. Yeah. Or even telling someone or yeah, someone. Yeah, that's like, actually I think, a really good idea. Like whether it's your partner, your parents, like a sibling, like I think so someone it, else hel- can, it holds you accountable. Yeah. Even even if they don't bring it up ever again, like you know in the back of your mind, you're like, you don't. Oh, I don't want to let them down. Even if they, they're like, I mean, they might say something, but like, 
we're best at letting ourselves down. Like, I think we can always set a goal for ourselves and go, yeah, yeah, I'll do this next week. Oh, I'll do it the week after. I'll do it the week after. I know. You, that you many times that it's never the, actually happened. Yeah, yeah. You put yourself on the back burner all the time. And it's like, we're so comfortable with telling ourselves no and letting ourselves down like that. But when we know that someone else knows and there's some external accountability, we're like, oh, okay. I better get this done or I've got to explain as to why I haven't. And that's not to say you owe anyone an explanation, but it can sometimes be a good kick in the ass to like get stuff done that you really want to get done. Yeah. And like it's not going to work all the time, like, but it is a good strategy, I think, like to hold you accountable. And then on the other hand, like in terms of long-term goals, I think it really comes down to understanding one, what's involved and if you're actually like, ready and you know up for the task of whatever it is whether it's you know finishing a uni degree buying a house like moving interstate overseas like you know they all could be long-term goals like and it's just you know working out where you're at now what needs to be done and getting everything in place as much support like to achieve those goals and I think like I suppose even though it's a long-term goal, you could still follow the same sort of, you know, strategies as a short-term goal in terms of like telling other people, breaking it down into small portions, just so you're not overwhelmed at the bigger picture. You I probably think. just have to check in with yourself more regularly if it's a long-term yeah. one, like sort of making a point of checking in maybe once a month or once every three months and kind of maybe setting a timeline of like, say for example, in two years, if you want to move, I don't know, like to South Australia or something and you're like, okay, well, how do I need to sort of get my life wrapped up and ready to move? And then you go, okay, well, 12 months ahead of time, I need to do this. And six months ahead of time, I have to do this. And like, so setting a reminder and checking back. And also, I guess then incidentally, filling a long-term goal with short-term goals as well. Because I guess that's how you reach a long-term goal by meeting short-term increments as well. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But, um, what about you then in terms of like um, things that you're excited for or scared of in your 20s? Yeah, I don't know. I suppose I'm most excited for partly like the unknown. Like you don't know what you're mm. going to experience, which is like the most exciting part because like if you... Could well, it depends. If you could Sometimes s- the unknown's a little bit, a little bit scary. Yeah, <laughs> but like I reckon like if you could see every day for the rest of your life, like it would just be so boring because you know it's going to come. Mm, and yeah, true. Like it just, you know, ruins it, I reckon. But the good the good thing is you don't know what's going to happen and I think that's the most exciting part. And, like, just making the most of whatever comes at the time is, like, a big thing. But in saying that, I suppose the opposite of that is planning for the future. So, like, you got making the it's most like of whatever... Sword, hey? yeah, yeah, you got the most of making the most of every moment and whatever happens you know day by day or whatnot but you can also i find it exciting to plan for the future because i think it gives you like a bit of drive and passion and Mm. something uh, something to work towards um but at the same time like on the other hand you got like you know what, what are you scared about in your 20s and i think there's definitely more things i'm excited for like 100 but i'd say i'm probably most scared about you know failing big goals i suppose um which, like that you set for yourself or yeah. that are like in accordance with what society thinks you should have done at that time no like what i set for myself I, I think mostly um and just am i doing what's best for me in 10 20 however many years 
which isn't that important right now, but like it's something you've got to be forgiving too, because like what yeah. you think is right for you now in ten years' time, you might look back and go, "Gosh, I would never have let myself make that decision." But yeah, that decision brought you to where you are at that point in time. So like, yes, you need to think about where you're going in ten years, but you can't be super overly critical of like, "Oh, everything I do right now is going to impact me forever." Because if you think about that, then you're probably not going to take as many risks, and risks sometimes have like a really great outcome. Too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I th- I guess that's what I'm excited and scared for. It's pretty broad, but yeah, I think as an overview, it sort of nails it. Yeah. Yeah. Although um, one thing I can totally say is God love them, but I am pretty scared about having kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that idea scares the shit out of me a little bit. Like I love them. Like I've got young siblings, so um, I've got quite a few siblings, but my mum had me fairly young, so her and her current partner are having more children. Um and so they're they're seven, two, and one due at the end of the year. So for me, like I love young kids. I love them so much. But there's something nice about being able to enjoy them handful. and hand them back, <laughs> yeah, and getting to do the fun stuff. But I couldn't imagine the pressure of having to be responsible for another human being. I know some people are just born for it and they're so ready. And I know so many really good young mums. Um, but I know for me that's just not <laughs> my thing. So if we had to say something that wasn't broad and something specific, I think we can both agree that kids is a Something that scares the shit out of us a little bit for yeah. <laughs> the next 10 years. Without a doubt, 100% agree. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get there. We'll figure that out eventually. Good thing we've got plenty of time. My biological clock is A-OK <laughs> for a long time. All right, well, <laughs> and modern medicine means that I don't have to worry about my biological <laughs> clock anyway. Uh, well, I think like that sort of gives... On that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note. Let's move on. Um, a bit of a wrap to the episode. Um that kind of brings us in, I guess, sets the tone for, all right, well, this is where we're sitting at right now in our 20s, whether you're 21 like me, 22 like Liam, 25, 27, you know, whatever your age, think about to 20, yourself. 28 and a half. 28, 28 and three quarters. Um, yeah, where where are you sitting at right now? So um, you can think back to what you felt in your 20s um, or when you first turned 20, but I think the most important part is to think, you know, um, what do you feel like right now? What do you think you enjoy and dislike right now reevaluate those things i guess like liam said keeping in touch with yourself and how you're feeling um and then thinking about well then what are you scared or excited for moving forward and think about like you know what you can do sort of with the rest of your life but also i guess the rest of your 20s um and then hopefully what we'll be able to do is over time write some episodes on that sort of stuff which yeah. would be great and today was just obviously an intro and it was quite broad but I think it was just a good place to start being the first episode. Um, and, just... and we'll get more specific going forward, but we thought we won't throw anyone in the deep end in the first episode. We'll sort of <laughs> introduce it slowly and then we can jump into some of the, the more nitty gritty yeah, fun yeah. stuff as we go ahead. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Well, as always, um, thank you for your time. Uh, we're really excited about this podcast. We hope you've liked the first few episodes. Um, just going ahead, our episodes are going to be released weekly every Wednesday. Um, so, you know, keep keep your eyes peeled. Um, keep your notifications on on your podcasts. And if you could, we'd really appreciate it if you could uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, share, tell everybody about it. Tell everyone how much you hated it. <laughs> Hopefully not. Well, in the meantime, guys, if you've got any questions, like stories, ideas, or any sort of topics we should cover that you want to hear about, feel free to reach out to us on our socials. We've got Insta at A Guide to Nothing. We've got our Facebook group, which is A Guide to Nothing as well, or email um, if you fancy that. We've got 
uh, a guide to nothing at gmail.com. So, no one uses email anymore, yeah. but I mean, we've got to have it just in case. <laughs> just much. in case someone wants to send a nice little email. <laughs> Put all the effort into the email signature, probably to never send it. <laughs> um, so anyway, guys, um, thanks again. And until next week. Have a good week. See you then. Mm-hmm.